Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1559, an excerpt from the book, Creative Alchemy, Accessing the Extraordinary Power of the Muse to Transform Your Art and Your Life by Victoria Fan and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, and sometimes books like today. But I'll keep the intro short and tell you about the author right after the excerpt. So for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book, Creative Alchemy, Accessing the Extraordinary Power of the Muse to Transform Your Art and Your Life by Victoria Fan. Daily practice. We live in a time with seemingly endless choices and opportunities. It's challenging amidst the many responsibilities and distractions that pull our attention to carve out regular creative time. If you're working and have small children at home, it's especially difficult. However, people in all kinds of circumstances have managed to carve out time to create ample bodies of work. How do they do it? What makes them different from people who never seem to have time? Forgive my bluntness, but it's quite simple. Those who do are in the habit of doing, while those who don't are in the habit of making excuses for not doing. Over the years, I've heard hundreds of people complain that they don't have enough time to work on creative projects. Not true, I say. In a 24-hour period, we're all allotted the same amount of time to spend. What we do with that allotment is up to us. There's no one to blame when we waste or misuse it. Rather than beat ourselves up about it, why not look to those who found a way through the inertia and see how they've managed to break through? A bit of research into the lives of successful artists reveals one thing, they all found the time to make their art. Perhaps it is more accurate to say that they all made the time to create with most doing so daily. Ideally, you too would want to have creativity be a part of your daily life. Personally, I prefer viewing my creative time as a daily practice because that way each day I have a new opportunity to choose it again. Plus, if you practice something long enough, you'll not only have a degree of mastery, but also a new habit. 
If the words daily practice are intimidating, then perhaps the words creative habit, as dancer and choreographer Twyla Tharp calls it in her book by the same name, would be a better way to identify the regular hours you spend each week on your creativity. Go with whatever resonates with you. In my case, I have a daily spiritual practice, and the idea of folding my creativity right into that appeals to me. The two are compatible and both benefit from daily attention. To assist you with this process, let's explore some activities from which you might be able to borrow or steal time. My intention is not to make you feel guilty, but to show you just how much extra time you might have. If you don't believe me, take this short quiz. Number one, how many hours per day do you spend watching television? Number two, how many hours per day do you spend playing computer games? Number three, how many hours per day do you spend playing games on your phone? Number four, how many hours per day do you spend texting and talking on the phone? Number five, how many hours per day do you spend on Facebook and other social media? And number six, how many hours per day do you spend on other unnecessary activities? Add these hours up and you'll discover that you have some currency to draw upon when setting aside time to be creative. Don't be too hard on yourself. I'm the first to admit I've struggled with this issue for years. During most of my married life while raising two children, my family depended on me for income, so I was always extraordinarily busy. Having a writing group to support me became a lifesaver of my creative life. And yet the negative gremlins would still sneak in here and there to point out that I wasn't writing enough. Sometimes when I look back and I'm being especially judgmental, I admit that I feel as though I let myself down by not prioritizing my writing enough. I tell myself that I could have done so much more. Then my inner wise woman comes forth and shows me the futility of that type of thinking. It's not kind. It's not loving. It's not helpful. I can't go back and change the past. I can only do what I can right now. And so can you. Remember, new habits take time to cultivate. Those that stick are the ones that are anchored by commitment and accountability. Commitment may be as simple as making appointments with yourself and writing them on the calendar. Accountability may take the form of a creative buddy, a coach, a writing group, or setting yourself up with some important deadlines that require you to finish a project. Regardless of how you decide to anchor your habit, do your best to find ways to make space in your life for a regular infusion of the magical, untamed, artsy side of life. Explore ways that you might establish a regular creative habit. For example, if you work full-time, can you schedule a few lunch hours to do some sketching or journaling or taking photographs? Or you could also take a walk and record some ideas. If you don't work full-time, look at your schedule to determine the best times in your day to block off chunks of time. Ideally, you wanna follow the energy. Some people have lots of energy in the morning while others are night owls. Regardless of when this creative time is set, The intention is to shift from random creative episodes to a regular schedule. If not every day, then at least three times per week minimum. Better to do regular, consistent small bursts than occasional big bursts. Having a daily creative practice can truly transform the dreariest of days and bestow you with a multitude of blessings, including momentum and consistency in your work, the joy of accomplishment, artistic mastery as your skills grow and expand, and best of all, freedom from the dreaded monster of procrastination. Okay, now, no more excuses. You can begin today with as little as five minutes. I promise you that when you wholeheartedly commit to adding a daily creative practice to your life, the odds are great that it'll eventually become a habit that you cannot imagine living without. You just listened to an excerpt from the book, Creative Alchemy, Accessing the Extraordinary Power of the Muse to Transform Your Art and Your Life by Victoria Fan. Thank you to Victoria. She's been writing essays, short stories, 
plays and screenplays for almost four decades. She founded her first writing group, Women Who Write, in 1989 and has been inspiring and empowering hundreds of writers and other creatives as a group facilitator, coach, and workshop leader throughout the U.S. ever since. You can learn more about her at victoriafan.com. Fan is spelled F-A-N-N. And great points in this excerpt. You've heard it here a few times at least. Building the habit slowly is so much more important than random bursts. Those random bursts aren't sustainable. But those five or six questions about time that she had should be taken seriously because we could all take some time away from either TV, movies, social media, games, mindless scrolling or web browsing, and put that towards something else if we truly want to. So something to think about today, but I'll leave it there. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.